0: It really breaks my heart that there aren't, if there aren't more people, which I'm just going to go ahead and pretend that there are more people like me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there are. And there are. And it just, it just breaks my heart that people, that people don't have that kind
0: of support, especially from their family um, and their friends and, you know, their significant other, like, it really does like break my heart. It makes me so upset. Um, I know. I want to believe that there are other beautiful people who do not have chronic illnesses that will and can and want to love someone regardless
1: of whether or not they have a chronic illness. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, like I... I don't think there's that many people that are just actually, like, assholes about it. Like, I don't think that's the situation. I think that what we we face, and I know for me personally, what I have dealt with is just very underlying, like, very subtle underlying issues that that pop up with this. And extreme amounts of guilt. You know, just... And again, underlying. No one's, like, a direct asshole about it. But, like, just underlying about the feeling like you're holding them back or that you need to get healthy before we can start our life or that we, you know, just all these little things that kind of add up over time, but it's not like glaringly like obvious. And then, you know, you have such good connections with people and you have like good times and fun times. And so it's distracting and you get you know distracted by those. You want more of those times. Um, And then it just starts to creep in as, as more experiences come up, more parties, more what, you know, traveling, like all these things that couples do, you start to like not be able to do more and more and more and more. And so that's when the subtle like, problems start to come up. They get frustrated. Maybe they don't communicate. And then there's a blowout. You know, like it's just so it's, it's slow and it's painful and it's a lot of guilt when it happens. And it's a lot of canceled plans and disappointed you know, spouses at, or uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, disappointed family members, friends that think you're blowing them off, friends that think you aren't reliable, that you're flaky. Um, and, and, I, and I'm talking like also like more like their friends, too. You know, their friends are like, man, this girl keeps (laughs) blowing you off. Like, dude, are you sure? Like, or like, girl, are you sure she's into you? Like, I mean, it's family, you know, their family. Like, how are they going to take care of you if they're sick? Like, there's so many little things that creep in after the honeymoon phase of relationship that just become this and become, you know, harder and harder. And so that's where I think a lot of people are right now is there's just, it's little subtle things, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. I, it's not like people just won't accept that I have lupus or they won't be with me. Cause I, you know, it's no, they, they try, they try their best. They're not assholes, you know, it, right. but it's a, it's a lot and it's a lot of adversity for anyone, you know, sick or not. Like, yeah. So that's kind of, I think that's where a lot of people are at. They're like, well, we have so much good too. How can I leave that? We have so much, you know, time. And they, they were with me in the hospital those few times. Like, even though they weren't there all the time, they did come to a few appointments. They did try, you know, but then it's slipping away. That was in the beginning. Now they never come. Now, you know, it's just, it's slow, babe. It's slow, the decline. Because everyone, yeah, yeah. Um... But I think you still at the end of the day have to look at it as like if it's if it's declining at all, if it's declining at all, it's probably not going to go back to what it was with this person. Right. So maybe we need to start thinking ten, five, ten years out now. If it keeps declining, then what? And now I'm sicker, it, you know, potentially, potentially, obviously, we don't want to think like that, but potentially we could be sicker and then they leave. How am I going to be able to handle that, you know? Um, yeah, I think if there's any kind of decline at all, I think that maybe that that's not the right person to handle your, your illness long-term in a relationship as, as your partner, you know, because with you, babe, like there has been absolutely no decline. Like it's a ramp up, like it's just been a ramp up with you. We've gone the other way, you know? And like, that's, and, and, and I honestly, right now I, it has to be that way. Cause I would be, if you were like showing me any signs of, like this was not okay, or this was too much for you, or this like maybe in the future, like was gonna be too much. Like fuck babe, I'd be panicking right now. Like worried that you were just gonna leave me one day. And just wake up and decide like that's the day. Well, I hope
0: you don't think
1: that's gonna happen. No. Are you crying? No, we can soup. It's dinner time, babe. It's fucking oh, six right. it's <laughs> It's six thirty. I have to eat dinner and take my meds. So, <clears throat> right, um, right. I don't think that. No, because that's not the case at all. Like
0: it's
1: never, it's never been too much for me. I know, but babe, but you have to understand that that's what everyone says. Like there's people right now that have people that are promising them that they're gonna stay forever. Okay. They have people that are promising that they're going to be by their side, men and women, and they're going to leave. Okay. And so it, it's, it's just, it, no matter how much we trust and how much we believe this person, and how much, like, it's still so like, it's such reality for us because it's happened so many times. And I'm not like, you know, I, I've done both. Like I've been left, but I have also left and so i can you know i i've had both sides of the coin honestly i've pretty much had every d- dating situation you could think of and so yeah like i have had it happen to me and so but i've also walked away because of being sick so it's like fuck <laughs> yeah i i it's really hard for us to just trust and believe that what you guys say to us like and i say you guys like people that don't excuse me that aren't chronically ill Oh, okay. (laughs) Because you say you're never going to leave me like, okay, great. I'm just going to, yeah, let's just bank on that. Let's just put all my eggs in that basket. You know, that's why we, that's why we hold back and we build walls because we, we go all in with someone and fuck, that's our, that's our safety blanket. That's our support system. And they decide one day it's too much and just walk away. Like it's catastrophic for us.
0: huge oh yeah absolutely and when you are truthfully like when you are trusting someone with your heart it's terrifying to begin with you know I mean you're putting your love and energy and life into this person
1: yeah and they could leave tomorrow but when you're chronically ill it exacerbates that fear yeah. Cause it's self-protection now. It's, it's literally what we, we, you say self-protection when people say that they, they mean like their heart, we mean our actual lives because something like that, a catastrophic breakup that would shake up our life. And let's say our living situation, like that could cause a flare that could seriously trigger some seriously fucked up, you know, organ damage and what. like that could be catastrophic for us, babe. If we're not able to eat, and we're upset, and we're, you know, like, I mean, we can't sleep, like, that is absolutely catastrophic. So, yeah, when I say self-protection, it's absolutely self-protection. The other thing I wanted to say is that I think the average healthy person, you know, most people, like, if they're happy in the relationship and whatever, long-term, they're not just going to one day up and leave for no reason, right? Like, unless someone cheats or something catastrophic happens. But when you're chronically ill, someone can decide any day that that's the day. It's too much. That was the day. It added up. It was too much because every day it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more. And they see a little bit more and it's a little bit harder every day. And so literally they have a reason to leave every fucking day, every day they could decide this, this, this life's just not for me. That's absolutely terrifying for us. That's absolutely terrifying for us. No matter how much we give, you know, trust and love and of ourselves, we know that day could come any day and it does oftentimes it does it comes at a day that we don't expect it or we didn't see it or we thought we were hiding more than they they thought we were like babe it's it's all over the place and so I think it's really good that we're talking about it like this because I know it's like so many people struggle with it I struggled with it for so many years in silence I didn't talk to anyone about it like who am I gonna talk to about it I wasn't even talking about my disease let alone dating with my disease like yeah, so I'm really happy we're talking about it. I know we're not really providing solutions. Like, I think we're just kind of doing an open forum kind of thing and just putting all our feelings out there. But, hey, if it helps someone or just feel less alone, like, that's worth it to me, you know? It's productive. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, ultimately, like I said,
0: you know, all those fears are exacerbated Yeah. when you have a chronic illness. And so, you know but they're normal feelings, and that's the thing,
1: like, I don't want people to think that that's not normal, you know what I mean, like, those are all things that, like, it's okay to think, yeah, does that make sense, yeah, I know, you're right, I know, but, you know, it's just the constant fear though. It, so not only do we now fear, you know, we have the, with our disease, babe, you understand that anything catastrophic can happen at any time with our disease. You know, we can get, we catch a cold and it, it turns pneumonia, it turns into kidney failure. That's what happened to me. It, all these things can happen. And so we, we live in this fear. Those of that had organ damage, we go one step further. We now have a fear of, of death. That's very close and very real because of the state of our organs. And so, and because of the lack of treatment plans, we don't have a rock solid treatment plan. None of us do. And so we live with that fear. You know, then we live with the fear of being burdens to our families and our friends and all that. Okay, so then we add this on top of that, is like obviously wanting to have a companion and a partner and all that. But if we go there with them, they have all the power, babe. They hold all the cards. If we give them our heart and put all of our walls down and we put all of our spoons in their basket, like they hold all the cards. And that is so terrifying. We can't afford to give someone else that much power. You know, so... It's, we have to self-protect. We absolutely have to. We can't go all in once when, when you're sick. You just can't. You it, Maybe if you've never went through it, you can. But the, the first time you get your heart broken and you're sick, after that, you can't do it again. Like, you can't ever go back to how you were, at, at that trusting and quick to fall and quick to, you know, you won't ever, ever go back there. So... It becomes, yeah, it becomes how much can you trust then, after that. Um, Now I will say, for the record, that with you, I didn't really have a choice. (laughs) So I actually, like, I will say that I was able to, with you, get to a place where I probably have never been in my life. Trust-wise and vulnerability-wise. No one has, uh-huh. no one has seen what you've seen. I see it all. Are you crying again? No. I, babe, I'm eating my onion soup. <laughs> it's just, they're, I'm cutting so many of them. Like, they're all over the place. Like, I'm making a huge batch. There's a crock pot. I don't even know. Gail left me unsupervised. Like, this is not, this is not safe. This is not a um, show. <laughs> so, but there's a reason, you know? Like, so, <clears throat> yeah. I've with you it's different with you it's different that's why I know you're the one because it's I have absolutely like no control over it I I can't it's so it's this level I've never been to and so yeah I think that should be the goal I think that should be the gold standard
0: Side doesn't see through, and the people see serenity is the furthest thing for peaceful. It's
1: hard to go admit we are seen as a she fool, but the masculine people gotta go through what they've been through like holding back tears, but we'd rather hold a pistol. we you drag across the floor because you refuse to be a. Oh, you're keeping your promise. That's so nice. I
0: am, <laughs> I am a woman
1: of my word. It's <laughs> just a few days late. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you come
0: up with ideas that were actually mine five days later. I
1: oh that's true, and I probably take credit too, so yeah, you're right. All right, Touche, you carry know, on. You do. You're such a good I sport. You do. You're such a good sport. You like you, <laughs> you build me up. Aww. I, 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 I
0: definitely
1: enable the shit out of you with that Babe, um, also I really appreciate that you log into your other account and pad my stats like you like your you like my post from your other account <laughs> like that's so adorable I love that you do that like that's so sweet dude, dude I'm not going to lie that's not on purpose it's usually because I don't realize <laughs> <laughs> wow okay well um wow I guess you don't um, like me as much it, as I thought you did okay <laughs> Oh, See, this is why I can't ever, like, get mad at her Because she always comes out with some sweet-ass shit like that Okay, babe, I interrupted you again I'm sorry, did you forget what you were going to say? No, no I, remember, I remember Okay, go, uh, hurry up, go Shut up! So what I was going
0: <laughs> to so say was at the, In the beginning, I remember thinking to myself When I was, you know, when we were just seeing each other You know, casually, or pseudo-casually As it turned out to be. Um... I'm like, you're so sick. She's so sick. And why wouldn't you want somebody by your side that knows everything, that can help you through that?
1: Like in that tone, like with that attitude? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, babe. Fuck. Sorry.
0: True. So, like, the act of just being sick or
1: pooping in their bathroom, right, you right, know, yeah, is like a big deal to two
0: healthy people in a relationship. That's true. But with someone who's sick, <laughs> who's you know medications, who's in and out of hospitals, you know, in those yeah. beautiful, you know, sexy hospital
1: gowns that they wear. Um, you love my hospital you know, gown. I I do. I love you. the first couple get kicked out of the hospital um 100 um <laughs> no you're like right that's like, like date two you know like if you're like pooping and like yeah. and, and vomiting and <laughs> it's like second Wait, date but, not, it, but it's nothing to be embarrassed about but i think it does fast track your relationship it does you're you that's, know, that's, as that's... far as as far as comfort level goes because unfortunately you don't have a choice no i mean you don't you know, you don't you have
0: what what kind of you know issues you're having that particular day or whatever and so if a person happens to be over and you're dating them and you're like oh hold on a second like i'm gonna go vomit my intestines out yeah
1: you vomit your intestines out like you don't have a choice (laughs) you know you can't be like oh sorry
0: like you have to leave now i mean you could yeah
1: that's why i would never commit to be to going anywhere that I would know I would have to potentially be there more than a few hours because I knew I could play it cool for a few hours like it was someone else not with you with you obviously you saw everything like right away but um well mostly everything you know you saw a lot right away but not really though because you put on a big old front for the first three months well you love me everything came out <laughs> that's I mean, what, everything yeah that's when like, i kind of let it all go the the remaining like walls all hang out. oh which is fine because i loved you too and so it didn't matter to me that i had to hold your mohawk while you were
0: growing up <laughs>
1: allow it to be though because keep in mind we don't have to do that and many of us choose not to like it's so easy for us to be distant and to say that we don't have time and we're busy and our schedules and this and that and every excuse in the book and we only see them twice a week on purpose absolutely and i agree 100 percent. yeah because i did that many 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 times before you
0: Mm-hmm. take this with a grain of salt however you want
1: you know
0: I would want to lay everything out on the table yeah because I wouldn't want to waste what little energy I
1: had pretending to be someone I'm not right and and again I think if you, the intent is to look for a partner for a long term relationship you have to see how they're going to react to this you have to see it because. Right. I mean Yeah, cause casual you don't her have her. to. Right, casual. I mean, who cares? Like yeah. you're gonna, you know, yeah. You know, go out to dinner. You know, sleep with each other and say, see you later, have a nice night. Right. Never talk to each other again. So whatever. You don't need to spill your. Unless family. unless you're lesbians, then you know, then it lasts like. Unless you're a lesbian, and then on the second day you bring the U-haul. Right, right. Then you uh, you pick so, out kids' names and stuff. Yeah, on third. So, right. but anyways, <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, you don't give a <laughs> fuck. But but if it but so if you're potentially looking for a partner, right. But the fear, the fear is that, you know, day one or whatever, day one, week one, month one, you're trying to, you know, get them to like you too. So you want to be attractive. You want to be funny. You want to be charming. So like, you don't necessarily want to drop a fucking nasty ass lupus bomb on them and then have them run if you're trying to get them to like you. Like, that's not you. I know, but it's still like the reality is gross. Like, you you, you don't want to be like, oh, well... (laughs) You know, we like can't do this and we can't do that. And I'm gonna some days I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna look completely different. I'm gonna look twenty years older. I'm gonna have huge chipmunk cheeks. My eyes are gonna be swollen shut. I'm gonna have rashes all over my body. I'm gonna have blisters all over my arms. Like really? So keep in mind that that's all superficial. <sighs> oh, and then also my organs might fail and we might have to spend like an entire weekend in the hospital. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, yeah, that is. No, no, it's not for someone someone that is, like, just getting to know you.
0: No, you're right. You know, certainly I
1: understand that. Yeah. Um, And that's why I didn't tell you all that either. No, you're right. I mean, you didn't get into detail about chemo and, you know, things like that. I'm not saying don't put your best foot forward. Okay. I'm just saying don't be afraid to show what you're going through. Yeah. Know and and that's why I'm I, I, I feel like God I just I am so torn with with some of our discussions, Amy, because like I just I just know how rare you are and and, and I don't want to talk about this like it's just normal like anyone wait, can just wait, go out on. and find hold this. Hold on a second, hold on a second. So I'm going to interrupt you now. Did you just call me by my name? Yeah, it's like yeah, like I'm like I know this is like this is like serious, Sarah. <laughs> which which only she only comes out once every six months, but this is her right now but like i just i i really sometimes i feel guilty i feel guilty when we talk like this because i know how rare you are and and we talk like it's just oh just go out and just find this person like it's not that easy and so that's why i feel guilty and and i and like i do want to bring other people in that have other struggles because what you and i have i think is absolutely like one in a million i really do so well, you know, I mean- no i want to put it all on the podcast i'm not i'm not upset at all i'm not upset at all and i want to continue to talk about it but you don't think you're a unicorn like you don't think it's rare and you don't think it because you haven't lived you know this life and you haven't lived this dating life for so long and so i know that you haven't seen the struggle and you don't really like understand and so we we're just coming from two different perspectives which is totally fine And on the other hand, I do think people should think that it is realistic because I do think they should have a standard. And I do think you should be the gold standard in how you treat me and how you handle my illness and how you are, you know, a caregiver and that yet you still have, you know, a daughter to take care of and a full-time job. And like, it's not just all this. And so um, you balance it really well. And so, yeah. do, Do I think it's impossible? No. Do I think it's rare? Yes. But at the same time, people can also look for parts of this and and have like you know different have goals for a partner based on you know what they see or what they hear and that's all i guess i just kind of want to i guess i just kind of sometimes want to talk that out because i feel sometimes i feel guilty because i know even though you talk like it's so normal like well of course i I don't mind that you have lupus. of course i don't like no it's it's not that's not of course it's not that's not everyone you know That's why I just wanted to interject and say that. But I do think that your perspective is really important. I still want you to say it like that. Um, I just want to provide the other side too, you know? Yeah. I love you. I understand. I would kiss your cheeks right now if you were here. I know you would. Because I feel like you're a little like, whoa. Like, why did (laughs) you, (laughs) like... I mean, I I came in a little hot. I came in a little hot. (laughs) I wasn't trying to like, I wasn't trying to like attack you or like whatever. I just, when I said your name, I wasn't saying it like sternly. Like I was just like, I don't know. I just felt right. <laughs> it just felt right. I don't know. I was, like I wasn't upset, babe. No, I, I know. It's okay. I just kind
0: of feel like an asshole
1: for saying it. No, you shouldn't though. You shouldn't because you're listening. And, and I'm going to put this in too. I'm going to put this whole thing in. I'm going to put this whole thing in. Your perspective and your like view on that is what the general society's view is. I don't think the general per healthy person, the general non chronically ill person thinks the way I do. They think the way you do. How are like, what? Well, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal because they don't see, they don't see what we deal with. They don't see that. So I think it is important that you provide that perspective babe, because that you are the majority. So, yeah, we have to, we can't always have the same views and opinions and that's totally fine. And that's why we're going to just, we're going to unleash it all because we have to talk through these things. We have such different perspectives on this, um, just based on our experiences, you know, babe. I just think, you know, honestly, when it comes down to it,
0: like I am like meeting you and, you know, learning about the business and doing my own research and talking with this, you know, beautiful
1: community of people, um, it breaks my heart. Ma- Hold on, hold on. Hi, mom. Hi, I'm going to Publix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Hi, it's Mama. Amy. Hi, Amy.
0: <laughs> How are you? I'm doing
1: the oh, good. How are <laughs> you, Mama? Good. Just gotta run and get more water for Sarah. Oh, good. She drinks like a fish. She does. I just would like all of our pro- I would just like all of our podcast listeners to notice the change in uh, voice <laughs> tone when my mom is speaking to me, and then when she's speaking to Amy. <laughs> so now that we have that recorded people can actually start believing me that she loves amy more than me Aww, that's not true. i keep saying this and now we have we have voice evidence what do you mean Hi, amy Bye, Amy. and then she goes i have to go get water for sarah <laughs> no Did i say it like that it's fine we're yeah, but yeah, we're, we're podcasting cuz amy started spi- oh. she started spitting some brilliance and i turned on the voice memo oh okay yeah so well, i
0: just yeah. Didn't want you to go looking for me. Or oh, saying, mom! Would you get me
1: some water? Wow, cutting that part out. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I mean, I don't think I say it like that. And she'd be screaming. Excuse me, I don't scream. We have walkie talkies. <laughs> 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 I can't yell. take too so many spoons <laughs> to yell. All right, thanks, I'll mom. Okay. Hi, Amy. Wow. All right. Bye. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hmm. Real, real nice real nice mom i made you a viral instagram star and this is the things i get <laughs> she's the fan queen on instagram oh my god that was hilarious though because she's like i'm going to Publix, and then she's like oh hi amy because <laughs> that's literally how it goes every time like you walk in and she like pushes me aside and she like goes run and gives you a hug You are a good hugger. Oh God, you're the best. You're the best hugger I've ever had. You're the best hugger I've ever had. Thanks, babe. Oh, two beautiful German shepherds. Oh. Hi, babe. Hi, handsome. Babe, I gotta pee so fucking bad. Oh my God, again. <laughs> babe, you know, you know the drill. This isn't new. All right. Um, let me put you. Hold on. Let me stop this. <laughs> this is why I'm really glad that we're sharing like the ins and outs of our relationship and the dynamic, because I do think that people assume so many things that are wrong. Like there's so many misconceptions about people that are with sick people and like there, there absolutely is so many things that are exactly the same. And so, yeah, I think people assume that it's oh, well, she just feels bad for her. Or, like, you know, she just, whatever. It's sympathy. Like, whatever. You know, I, I don't think they... So I'm glad they're seeing, like, the real level of, you know, attraction that we have for each other. And in the sex episode, like, the misconception that we probably don't have sex very much is going to be... <laughs> uh, dis... Uh, what's that word? What, what's that word when you debunk? Oh, debunk. That, yeah, that myth is going to be debunked. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so... So many things I'm just really glad we're bringing light to it because you're right. I think there are a lot of uh, misconceptions and stereotypes and assumptions made um that we can't we're not just a normal couple. I mean, we are, we are far like, from now, normal. <laughs> you know, we just happen to like our lifestyles just happen to match. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's very true. You know, like, I'm not- I know. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, that's like so, your perfect date night like idea. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Like
0: takeout and you know the L word,
1: absolutely. Sign Fuck yeah. Like, I'm game. <laughs> that sounds great. Let's do that this okay. weekend. You're gonna do this this weekend?
0: Yeah. Can you fit me in?
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah. You literally are like have like a wide open. Like, you could have all my schedule. Like, I would cancel anything. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Let's do this, babe. We just, we have right now, we have probably a 25-minute segment, uh, 25-minute episode. Let's make this an in-between. And this can be episode six. And it'll be, you know, again, kind of more on the dating and stuff. But we can introduce the sex episode and say, um, hey, listen, we're going to actually do an entire episode on Spoonie Sex. We're going to have Marla Jan on, who is going to be like our straight girl rip, um, who's currently like on the dating market right now. So she's single and she's been dating around. And so she'll talk about dating men. And then we can talk our experiences dating women. Now, Amy used to date men. So Amy also has kind of both experience. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what we're going to do. And we want to know like... What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to answer? What questions do you have? What struggles do you face? Um, Obviously, you know, you can email us. This is going to be probably a lot of private questions, personal questions. We will remain, you know, we will keep everyone completely anonymous on this episode by default, just so there's no confusion. And yeah, let's do it. So there's nothing that's off topic, guys. We are, you know, there's nothing we're embarrassed to talk about. We're completely transparent. We're not ashamed at all. So, let you know let us know what you want to know um any questions and, and, and issues email them in lupus podcast at com. l-u-p-u-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com babe spell check on my brain fog <laughs> uh I'm so sorry. you weren't you weren't you weren't even listening Think, thanks a lot no, i was i, definitely wasn't. I was <laughs> She guys, she's gotten so good at zoning me out. Like this is this is now like a highly, highly refined skill of Amy's. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me think she's listening, but actually not listening. <laughs> I, I was like all the damn time. I know you do, babe. Pop quiz, what did I just say? <laughs> you said this is one of Amy's well honed skills. I said refined, but honed is also a good word. Good it's a good that's a good Thesaurus word. Yeah, it's a synonym. It's a good synonym, babe. Um, so, um, yeah. What else do you want to say about the sex episode? Like, just we're gonna we're gonna fucking get in there.
0: Uh, oh yeah, we're like gonna get all nice and deep in there. Like, um, but I think it's important that like uh people, you know, kind of not. I, I don't want to say the word like phone in. um But like, you know, just just chime in. It's yeah, it's really important. You know, and I know that a lot of spoonies and a lot of Spoonie couples. Have a hard time with intimacy, and I. Yeah. You know, it's something that's you know it sometimes it's talked about sometimes it's not you know it may be talked about in a professional setting, um, you know as far as you know I know some of the teleconferences have been on intimacy and lupus um, or chronic illness, but I think from a real life perspective, it's different. So. Yeah. We're hoping to bring. We're hoping to bring a different.
1: A different like perspective to it i agree yeah totally oh one thing i do want to ask the listeners real quick this is a a question i want to have for sex episode so you guys probably heard us mention a few times that i get really bad headaches after sex like well after i'm sorry after an orgasm so now (laughs) we'll get into this on the episode but in lesbian sex like that means like automatic multiple orgasms so for me that's a real problem because like after the first time I have an orgasm, like, it's, it's really bad headache. I mean, I, there was a few times where I was like, am I having a fucking stroke? Because like, it's so intense. And so and also, like, I'm really good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's also half the battle because, <laughs> because I couldn't hold on if I tried. So anyways, but, but the point, of, but you know, we've had to kind of adapt and I, what's weird is I've noticed it's, it's worse on prednisone. So if I'm on prednisone, it's way worse. Hydrocortisone is not as bad, but it's still kind of dull. My question for the viewers is how many of you have the same thing? Cause I've now heard of two of you. Now I know this isn't, we don't talk about this a lot. Like I don't talk about this with people a lot, but two of you have told me that you do get really bad headaches after orgasms. So I want to know how many of you do. So, yes, yeah, shoot us an email if you do. And if you are comfortable, you know, with sharing that, obviously, um, shoot us an email, lupuspodcast.gmail. I'm just curious, like, if this is a common thing or if this is just like a kind of a fluke thing. I don't know. I mean, I also have high blood pressure. So, it could, you know, it could be my blood pressure, but I'm on two meds for that. So, who knows? We'll see. I'm, I'm curious. We'll see. You can make it love, you ain't gotta take it, it's okay to cry, you ain't gotta fake it, we all going through it. You can make it love, you ain't gotta take it, it's okay to cry, you ain't gotta fake it, we all going through it. You can make it love, you ain't gotta take it, it's okay to cry, you ain't gotta fake it, we all going through it. You can make it love, you ain't gotta take it, it's okay to cry, you ain't gotta fake it, we got you.